May I have your attention, please? We are controlling transmission. There is nothing wrong. The horror crime. Whether it's a ghost, spirit, or an entity, they all feed on it. That's the whispering, the footsteps, the feeling of another presence. You won't have a chance to change your minds later. Because there'll be no way to get out. We have such sights to show you. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for? If not for shedding. Have you checked the children? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Boogeyman's repeat. They're coming to get you. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Horror Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. It's amazing. And with me is that creepy guy you just heard in the background, JT. What's up, everybody? Woo! Tell you what. Had a nice little trip over to JT's house. Yeah, I, you are insane. Crazy, man. I'm crazy. We're uh, right in the middle of uh, some freezing rain, and uh, Ryan's like, no, nah, we need to do this. I'm on my way. Hey, I drive it yeah, in a living for a living, you know what I mean? So, But it, the roads are like just solid ice. It's crazy. I had to drive like 15 miles an hour all the way cool. over here. So. Got to love Missouri. Yeah. A week I'm, and a half ago, it was 70 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Not, it'll be probably that temperature in a couple of days. Yeah. Well, I think this afternoon it's supposed to get up to around 40. Yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, I mean, it's a fun drive. Just kind of not driving it, man. People, I've seen a lot of accidents. I mean, 44 yeah. is like covered in tractor trailers all over the place. So, Got to love it. Uh, Got to love it. But uh, anyway, let's get down to the bitness of the day. The bitness. I think we are going to be doing a movie that uh, is one of my all-time favorites, and it's done by one of my all-time favorite directors. It's all about you. Yes. I don't give a shit what JT is. No, he likes this, dude. Don't let him lie to you. No, no. But we are doing the movie They Live. They Live. Man, you guys, I mean, if you don't, if you haven't seen that movie, you gotta watch it. It's, yeah, we're gonna get into it. Yeah. But, um, uh, John Carpenter. John Carpenter's the man. I mean, he is by far one of my favorite freaking directors, period. Yeah, he just, he's got a way with movies that, uh, you know, he builds that suspense and he does it by not giving you too much. Yeah, it's know? a pro, like you said, it's a build I mean, up. Look at, look at Halloween. You yeah, know. Halloween, I mean, um, they live, uh, freaking, I know there's some that people don't really, maybe, maybe not like, but I do like John Carpenter's Vampires. Yeah, yeah. Love that freaking movie, man. Assault on Precinct 13. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, the Thing. The Thing, freaking. You know, uh, I mean, which was a remake, but way better than the original. Yeah, Escape from L.A. Escape from L.A., yeah. And Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. You know. When I was watching this last night, I've seen it a million times. They live. I was watching it last night. You can tell the atmosphere that we talk about all the time that yeah. he puts in his movies. Right, right. Even with Escape from L.A. and York, like this, and with They Live, it's kind of 
the way that he makes it makes you feel, the way he paints that picture of what it's like. You yeah. know, you get yeah. you can actually tell about what how it how it how it smells. Even though you're just washing it, you can see how it smells. Well, that's because I farted. Yeah, <laughs> you can freaking see. Uh, you know, the way it feels. Yeah, I, it's just yeah. uh it's well, great. and the, the characters, the way he, yes. you know, makes his characters, he, you know, everybody's got an agenda. I mean, I know they do that in almost all movies, but, but some people, I don't know, John Carpenter's got a way of putting the right people in the right situations at the right time, you know, and just make it flow. I mean, uh, the main star of the movie, Roddy Piper. Please, man. Who a- on the planet would have thought that Roddy Piper could have pulled off a movie like this? And kicked ass in And it. he did it. I mean, he was awesome. Man. I got that written awesome. down on my well, yeah. on my notes. Yeah, Roddy Piper kicked ass. Yeah, like he really did. He's, he really did, and he's one of my favorite wrestlers. Period. Well, and it was, know, yeah, yeah. It well, and it was a combination of 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 him and Keith David. Mm-hmm. You know, which Keith David's been in a lot of stuff. You know, he was in Giant Carpenters of the Thing. Yep. Um. It, you know. He's just—he's done a lot of movies. He was on Armageddon, and he's just a great actor. But him and Piper together, dude, were—they uh, were fantastic. Um, before we go any further, guys, if you haven't watched this yet, don't listen to this podcast yet. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch the movie. It's a great. It's a movie. great movie. Way ahead of its time. Yes. Yes. Um, and you'll and see. And the hidden message in yes. the movie is. You'll you know, see. You'll see. You'll see what we're talking about when you watch the movie. And you understand it. Um, it's way ahead of its time. But um, anyway, yeah, I mean, Piper, man, I got to talk about him for a minute because. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he he went from being like one of my favorite wrestlers. And then when I first seen this movie years and years, I can't even tell you when I seen this. I was probably like six or seven. Yeah. Um, but when I seen this years and years ago, um, I was like, dude, he's freaking awesome in this, man. Like he's. He played the part great. He actually, I mean, I'm sure wrestling probably helped him in his endeavor to to acting, you know. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, he uh, he just did a really good job at playing that, um, <laughs> some of the quotes and stuff he say, man. Yeah. There's a lot of them. I forgot how many are in here, you know, that are like just good. Some are funny, some are serious. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about some of them. We'll get yeah. into the yeah. main oh, yeah. one later it, it, as we go through. But you know, um, um, well, let, let's just synopsis of the movie here. Yeah. So they live came out in 1988. Of course, we've already told you it was directed by John Carpenter. He actually also did the music for this. Yeah. John Carpenter is uh, really he's a composer. I, got I mean, it down he here. composes a lot of his own music. Um, he worked on the music with this guy named uh, Alan Haworth. Um, and the music in this movie is pretty cool. The Dude, way, it, I, I, you know, it's not. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like bluesy. Yeah, you man, know? I, I mean, it's just it, it's it a sets, cool score. It for, sets it the does. damn atmosphere. I'm does. telling it you, John Carpenter is so good. It sets the mood. He's so good at freaking with the music, man. He yeah. knows how what to put where. The dude's just yeah. a freaking phenom oh, yeah. at it, man. Or was so. Yeah, tell them a little bit about the movie. Yeah, and then, so basically, guys, I mean, um, Piper comes in, and he's got a weird name in this movie. Did you catch it? Yeah. It's Nada? Nada, yeah. I 
I don't know if that's his like if that's some kind of like smart ass yeah. thing. Like it's yeah. it's I don't have what's your name? Nada. I don't have one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then the other guy, his name's Frank. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I not Frank but, and Nada. That's so, not a Frank. So basically, guys, um it comes in with him walking into the city. He's backpacking through, you know, looking for work and whatnot. He uh Comes up on a construction site. He's a construction worker and stuff. And he, yeah. you know, comes up and says, you know, basically I got my own tools and shit. Put me to work. Right. And um, that's where he runs into Frank. Yeah. Well, uh, before he goes, before he finds the construction site, he goes into the, like, uh, unemployment office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice the old lady in the unemployment yes. office? It's the same old lady that's the receptionist yes. in Beetlejuice. Yep, exactly what I was, <laughs> That's the first thing I thought when I seen it. I'm like, dude, that's a chick from Beetlejuice. I'm like, that's awesome. Yep, I noticed that, too. I, that's funny. That's the first thing I noticed when I seen it. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that, that is her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Minus the hole in her throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then he, you know, basically, I don't know if I want to go... Step by step with this. I kind of just want to. We don't have to go step yeah. by step. So I just kind of wanted to give them a synopsis of the movie. Basically, what happens is he runs into this guy. They become not really friends, acquaintances. He helps him out. He starts noticing this weird stuff happening. Uh, cops and the, with the with the media and with all the stuff like. Yeah. Before you find out what's really going on, there's hints of what's really going on. Right. Right. And um, if you know the movie, you'll catch all of that at the beginning. Yeah. It, not knowing the movie, if you've never seen this movie, you shouldn't be listening to us right now. But as you watch the beginning of the movie, yep. you know you you don't really catch all the stuff that it's like once you find out what's going on, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And basically, like he finds he figured out there's something weird going on so he starts yeah. investigating for himself you know and then he finds out that there's this alien people who are basically controlling society society yeah, all over the world they've taken over the world and there's people who you would consider what, what word you would use um collaborators yeah, they're yeah. Cl- human collaborators. They're, they're like humans that have like joined with them. Yeah, I mean, he, n- not necessarily just rich because the poor joined and they get right. rich. Like it's right. basically so. Basically, he, him, and Frank decide they're going to go and figure out what's going on right. and take this and you, you watch the movie because it's great. Right, it's great. well, and so we're just going to jump into this with both feet. So. You know, beginning of the movie when he starts thinking there's something weird um, going on with the preacher, uh-huh. um, he starts looking towards a church. Basically, there a lot of these people are staying in like a homeless camp, camp and across yeah. the street is a church. Um, what was the? It was an Episcopal church. Yeah, I don't remember like what that. the name of it was though. But anyway, he. Uh, he starts noticing that there's, you know, something going on over there, and he can hear a choir singing. So he goes over there and uh, gets in the place and ends up in a back room and realizes there's no choir singing in there. It's a tape recorder yeah. and a stereo system going. And that's when he bumps into, they've kind of got like a lab set up. Yeah. And they're making like eyepieces for sunglasses, sunglasses and yeah. stuff. And he's like, what is all this, you know? And and uh which by the way we haven't mentioned yet the sunglasses help you see well yeah so so as the movie goes like these cops come they tear down this camp and they all the people go running out of the church 
and you still don't know who these people are at this point, you know, but they all go running out of the church, being chased by the police, and and anyway, he goes, he gets back into the church because he had found this back room, and there was a hidden wall, wall yep. that he had accidentally knocked over, and he gets in there, and there's a bunch of cardboard boxes that are taped up, so he grabs one of these boxes and takes off with it. Well, when he opens it, he realizes the box is full of sunglasses. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's thinking, what the hell are, uh, what's up with these sunglasses, you know? So he takes a pair out and he throws the rest of them in a trash can. And as he's walking down well, the road. Well, he stashes them. Well, yeah, stashes he stashes the box on a trash can because yeah. he does, he still doesn't know what they are. Yeah. Um, well, when he puts on the sunglasses as he's walking down the road, then he starts freaking out because basically these glasses, they change everything black to, into black and white. to black and white. You can actually see the aliens. You can see the subliminal messages. Yeah. Like he looks up at this one, uh, this one sign and it's a woman laying on a beach with a yeah. cocktail. And when he puts on the glasses, it, it then changes to a white sign that says, uh, says marry and reproduce yeah and you know obey and, um, and there's other ones that obey consume it? no consume uh, was no independent one. thought yeah yeah um i was trying to catch those last yeah. night you and well before we go too far from that whenever uh whenever he first starts noticing what's going on at the church or whatever he's sitting at the it's funny because like he's just right across the street from the church but he's sitting across the street from a church with a pair of binoculars, like looking yeah. at the, looking at the church. And Frank walks up to him, he's like, "What are you doing?" You know, talk to him. And he's like, "Man, he's like, he's like, I don't want no part of." It. He's like, "Man, there's something weird going." He's like, "Dude, I just got this job. I don't want to, you know, I don't, don't want to mess no, it up. I don't yeah. want to mess it up." Blah blah. And he's like, "I'm walking." He's like, "I'm walking the white line. Or I'm driving the white line, and I'm just sticking to my plan." And he's like, "Well," and this was one of the quotes he says. Yeah. You know, he's like. White lines in the middle of the road. That's the worst place to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just little yeah. things like that. Like Yeah, and it's funny. As soon as he said that, I was like, no, the white line's on the edge. Yeah. He, well, but, but yeah, who knows back then, actually. Yeah, who knows? I mean, there is a white dotted line in between mm -hmm. lanes. Some but, lanes are you know, white, though, all the yeah. way through. Some yeah. aren't, you know. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah. anyway. But, uh, yeah, it one was a quotes, cool, cool quote. I, one of the yeah. quotes I, I picked up, I'm like, man, it's, and the way he said stuff and the way he talks, like, Piper just kicked so much ass in this movie. He man. did, because he was so, he was so quiet. And, you know, he wasn't like your typical action star yes. or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? He was I just, mean, he just a definitely guy. built for the part. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. a freaking brick yeah. shithouse back then. Yeah. You know, um, well, and Frank wasn't no slob either. Yeah, he's a big dude. Well, you wanted something funny. You may know this, you may not. I don't know. Do you ever watch South Park? Or have you ever seen I, South Park? I mean, I have seen it, but I didn't watch it. You know what South Park on... is, right? Yeah, yeah. South Park, they, they do a lot of things, you know. Well, that whole fight scene with Frank and um, Nada. Nada, they did a whole complete reenactment of that with the two handicapped, with a freaking... Um, God dang it, what's the two kid the two uh I haven't watched that show and I mean I've only seen a couple episodes. Oh Timmy and Jimmy. Timmy and Jimmy. Timmy and Jimmy. And they have a whole one's on crutches. I have no idea who Timmy and Jimmy are. Well the, the funny part is that one's on crutches and one's in a wheelchair. And then like they have a whole they reenact that entire fight scue they have, basically 
Nada and Frank have a fucking like a five and a half minute, six minute fight scene. And it was fantastic. It yeah, was... dude. And they basically South Park reenacted this whole thing with these two Timmy and Timmy. It, Timmy it was funny because I was watching that fight scene and I'm like, oh my god, it's like they're in a wrestling ring because they were doing stuff like I mean, they were you know. And what's cool about it is um I, that I noticed with this fight scene, it's great fight scene really. Yeah. yeah. But did you notice how like? They really showed, like, on the back of Frank's head how it was all rubbed completely raw yeah. and, like, road-rashed. Because yeah. he's bald, guy, if, yeah. if you haven't seen this yeah. yet. And, like, it, it's all rubbed raw and road-rashed, dude. They did a really good job with it. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah that was a cool fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> I love when he picks up the, when when uh, Piper picks up the two-by-four and he swings it, aim and it smashes the window. And he he's was like, like, oh. He's like, oh, dude, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he drops it. He's like, drops it. Like, They're in the middle of a fight, and he's apologizing to the guy. <laughs> you know, because this guy was his buddy. He didn't want to beat him up. All he wanted him to do was put the damn sunglasses, the glasses on, on yeah. and see yeah. for himself, you know. That was a great scene. It really was. And then with him putting And then when on, he finally puts, uh, you know, yeah. after he beats the total shit out of the guy, he finally puts the sunglasses on him, forces him to see through them, and then it's... then. Everything changes. Yes, and we'll see. And before that scene, we talk. We jumped ahead about it, but um, and we probably need to clip this in. But uh, once he once Nada finds out what's going on and stuff, you know, and he's going around. Yeah. Uh, cops are after him. Yeah. So he has this little run in with the cops, and he freaking because uh, like he goes to this grocery store with the glasses, and he's like freaking out, and he's like, "Oh, that's like putting uh, perfume on a pig or something yeah. like that." <laughs> uh, talking to this lady and stuff, and um, he sees him, and he's like running his mouth, and he's like just being a complete smartass. <laughs> when he's talking to the people inside the little convenience store, and he points at that one lady, he's like, "You're you're okay." You are uglier than there's something. Yeah. I don't remember exactly Dude. what he said. But he was like, you, He's like, you look like your head was shoved in a pot of something. Yeah. I don't know. And then he, and then he like, um, and then he, uh, we're going to throw some of these clips on here. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. You know, you look like your head fell on the cheese dip back in 1957. You, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. Oh. You see, I take these glasses off. She looks like a regular person, doesn't she, huh? Put them back on, formaldehyde face. That's what That's we got. That's enough out of you. And then um, he he turns around. He sees a guy saying, uh, six foot something, white. Male, long hair, blah and he yeah, yeah, talking into his watch. So then he runs out, and that's when the cops come after him. Well, then he gets, then he gets like he ends up fighting with these cops. He kills the cops, you know, and blah blah. And, which weren't real cops; they were aliens. Yeah, they're aliens. And then he goes, uh, and he then gets he runs sh- into another cop that's actually a human. Yeah, and he, he lets him way. go. He tells him to beat feet. But he grabs their gear, he gets a shotgun, he grabs their yeah. stuff, you know, and uh, he walks into this. He runs into this bank because the cops are. Yeah. And this is by far probably one of my one of the greatest quotes and one of the most. My favorite number one quote in a freaking movie. Uh, of almost any movie. Any movie. He walks in this place, he's got his glasses on, and he runs his bank, and he like got this shotgun and all this stuff, and he's like, he just sits there. And uh, you know what? Why don't we just... We'll, we'll play it. Let's let him do it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. 
and I'm all out of bubble. <laughs> that has got to be the best line from any movie. Dude, the greatest line ever, man. And in the way he says it. I'm all out of bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> and then he starts shooting motherfuckers. And he's so straight-faced and stoic when he says it. I mean, it's just. Dude, and he's like, show, show, and then he turns around. That one dude's on the thing talking to him. Yeah, that's again. when he's on the. He turns the thing around, and he points gun. He's like, mama don't like tattletales. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love it. Yeah, what a great movie. There's so many cool action sequences in this movie. Oh, dude. Hell, even when, it, it, it in the very beginning, when he, so he's trying to get away from the cops, so he ends up, uh, not really kidnap him, but forcing Meg Foster yeah. um, to take him for a ride. And if you don't know who Meg Foster is, she's been in a lot of movies. Um, she... Uh, she was the evil woman in He-Man. Uh-huh. She, a very, she, she has got absolutely beautiful eyes. I love crazy, her eyes. Crazy, crazy. But anyway, she was in 31, too. Rob, Rob Zombie's 31. She was in that. That's been, um, I've only seen that once. Yeah. So it's... Uh, well, and I don't blame you. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, he ends up forcing her to give him a ride, and they end up going back to her house. She doesn't want to take him back to her yeah, house, but yeah. he he ends up forcing her to take him back to her house so that he can hide because now he's wanted by the police, you know, and because uh, now he's killed a couple cops, um, alien cops, yeah. but cops nonetheless. And uh, anyway, while we're there, while while we're there, we're not there. Well, we kind of are in this movie because you <laughs> feel like you're there. While they're there, she tricks him and ends up smashing him in the back of the head with a it was either a bottle or the glass she had in her yeah. hand or whatever and uh he ends up falling out the window and falling oh, down a hill down a hill you know? yeah yeah you know um kind of talking about <clears throat> the way carpenter puts stuff together in movies and stuff you know um if you noticed when you're watching this movie at the when they're in the camp yeah. And you see the church. You see the. It's crazy mm-hmm. if you think about it. You got first. You got the camp where they're at, right? They're in right. this little camp, homeless, whatever you want to call it, camp. Then you got the church on the other side of the street. Yeah. Church and kind of a little bit nicer houses. Mm-hmm. But then behind that, you get the backdrop of the giant city. Yeah. And yeah. that backdrop of the giant city is always right. I mean, it's very prominent. Yeah. Yeah. I see very, what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it's very prominent, and it's like. The, the scale of society right basically you're working your way from do you know what i mean yeah um yeah just the small subtle things like and yeah in one you know in so one picture in one picture you're seeing lower class middle class, middle class and upper class the higher class mm-hmm. and then you see like that the city is like an ominous yeah. presence yeah. you know what i mean yeah it's there yeah. very prominent very yeah. ominous it's you know it's i noticed I, di- I didn't notice that when I was younger because I didn't really think about it. I didn't care. I was just like, right. Roddy Piper's kicking these right. guys' ass. That's all I cared about. Yeah. But now... Yeah, when you get older kinda, and you really look at this movie, there's a there's a hidden agenda. I want to kind of get into agenda. that. I want to get into that a little bit. Okay. I mean, I don't want to get... I'm not. We're not going to get political, but I want to get into... Because I'm not talking about any kind of sides here. This movie, like I said before, was ahead of its time. You know... Um, Back then, I kind of felt like movies could put stuff out that... Well, they could, okay? And back then, at that time, there was a lot going on in society. 
And and Carpenter touched on all of that in this movie. Yes. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there was a lot going on <laughs> with subliminal messaging, the media. The, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I- as you watch this movie, you're going to you're going to catch it. Yeah. But I don't know that you'll know the extent of it to someone like myself that grew up in the 80s. Yeah, see, I did, I was born in the 80s. I was born right. in 86. Right. But, you know, I'm... Damn. <laughs> I'm fairly... I was uh, almost out of high school by the time you were born. I'm fairly... I keep myself well-educated on things. And, um, you know... Nothing like having yourself a well-educated man. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is... Everyone knows the media is so biased uh-huh. on, on yeah. both sides, all levels, on anything. However, you know, this could be a whole nother freaking uh, podcast, which I might start soon. I don't know. <laughs> but, oh, uh, God, he's going to go political. Not political. More, almost conspiracy theory type stuff. But, you know. The yeah, thing, we've talked about a few of those. Well, you know, the thing is, is that... Um, Basically, this is talking in this movie. It kind of it kind of makes it makes them think that um, there's just so much in. Okay, I'm gonna try and wrap my head around this. It gives you the thought that these aliens or whatever, and that's just a you know metaphor. It could be real people. It could be people, the upper class, the one percent, whatever you want to call them. Give you this power. Like, there's a guy in this movie who is a homeless dude who's sitting there, you know, he sits there in, in his chair and he watches the TV and stuff that's outside. Interesting thing about that guy. I know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. The guy's name's George Fowler. Uh-huh. Okay? And after I got done with this movie, because I, I watched this movie again this morning just to refresh myself on it because it had been a while since I had seen it. I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, is that the same guy from Friday the 13th? There's a scene in Friday the 13th, Part 3, where this old dude is laying on the road. Yep, yep, okay, yep. And he stands Sit, up and yep. he's got an eyeball. Okay, so here's what I did. I started doing as much... I started looking everywhere. That guy's name is never in the credits for Friday the 13th. George Fowler uh-huh. is not in the credits for Friday the 13th. If you go to the list of characters on Friday the 13th, that character is not listed... And I'm like, oh, my God. So I got the movie out, and I threw it in, and I fast-forwarded to that part, and I'm like, this dude looks just like him. Just like him. Go all the way to the end of the credits. He's not credited in the movie. I'm like, it can't be the same guy, because that movie came out yeah. about six years before this one, uh-huh. and the dude in Friday the 13th looks older than the guy in this movie. Now, maybe this guy... You know, you can do a lot with makeup with, yeah, effects, uh-huh. but somebody, please tell me, is this the same guy? Yeah. If you don't know who I'm talking about, in Friday the 13th, the, the van is driving up. The, this is part three I'm talking about. The The van drives up, and there's this old, old dude laying on a duffel bag in the middle of the road, and he stands up and starts talking to these kids in this van, and he's got an, a human eyeball in his hand, and... uh you know, and he's waving this eyeball at them and, and stuff. And, and that's, I don't know why. I just, I yeah. think it might be the same guy, but then I don't know that it, if it can be. I don't know. Somebody please tell me. <laughs> Somebody please <laughs> help me out. Because it is 
freaking freaking me out. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, let me get back to where we're at. You know, uh, I don't even know where we're at. I know where we're at. <laughs> this. So this this guy in the movie. Next time you see him, you know he basically collaborated, and it made him super rich, and yeah. you know whatever. Body blah. Yeah. The next time you see him, he's wearing a tux, and his yeah. hair's all nice, Slick back and, his, and drinking. His face is you know well, or you know his beard and stuff is well groomed. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, and I mean, um, looks like high society. Exactly. You know, so basically, what this movie is, it's just just. There's so much different ways you can interpret it, I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I just, I, it's, it's like, um, basically saying that the upper society act, it's kind of like with now the actresses and the actors and the rich people and all this stuff trying to tell the poor people or the middle class people what they need to believe and what they need to think, you know, and um the rich get richer the poor get poorer yeah it's uh, it's 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 like they're just but keith david said something in this movie about that he what did he say it was something about something about the golden brick is is controlled by the i i don't remember i'll have to find that and yeah put that clip in there but it's just a great i don't want to get too much into that because i there's just so much there, you know what well, I mean? There's just Here is my take on this movie. Growing up at that time, I remember a lot of the stuff and what was going on on TV. And this movie had a lot to do with subliminal messaging mm-hmm. and the media and advertising. Um, advertising had this huge boom back in the 70s and 80s, and they were changing the way they sent messages to you. They would send these messages to you of, you have to have this Twinkie, it's the greatest thing uh on the planet. You have to drink this soda over that soda. Um, You know, the big Coke and Pepsi war. And there was also, at that same time, this is a little conspiracy theory going on, but it was proven. At that same time, some of these advertisers were putting in, like... A certain frequency. they They were putting in, like... One frame yeah. of something that would say like drink Pepsi, yeah. you know, in in Inside, the middle of yes. in the middle of something, or you know, eat seafood, yeah. or yeah, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever they were pushing. Uh, they were they were pushing it, and people, your eye couldn't catch it, but your subconscious mind would yeah. catch it. Yeah. Well, that's what this movie had a lot to do with, because if you notice when he opens the magazine, okay, the magazines would say like, buy me obey you'd open it up yeah. and it would say yeah. eat this food consume yeah you know drink this drink smoke the cigarette yeah. you know and then when he would take the glasses off it would look like a normal page with articles on it mm-hmm. but when he put it back on it would say obey and really big letters across yeah. it you know it's basically at that time frame and carpenter did a great job of that of how how the media and these advertisers push society towards a certain thing they basically pushed us to conform yeah there's a huge and what i'm getting at guys that there's a huge deal going on right now in the united united states especially with all that yeah. you know i mean um i mean shoot i don't know if a lot of you people probably have heard of the joe rogan experience but he got a lot of backlash dude like 
His show is super popular. It's like the number one or two no, most I think, downloaded. Yeah, I think it's the number one podcast out there. He's so, got millions of followers. Bi- dude, billions of, down- billions billions of downloads a, f- a freaking yeah. a month. Um, like, I know uh, it's one of the number one podcasts that pops up. It's the number. It's like it's number one podcast, sure, but I think it's like the most. It's either one most or second downloaded. most downloaded thing ever. Okay. But what I'm I saying is. I thought Lady Gaga was the most downloaded thing ever. <laughs> I don't even But anyway. Anyway. Um, um, with him. He had Jack Dorsey on. Do you know who Jack Dorsey is? He's the owner of Twitter. He's the okay. originator of okay. Twitter. He's the one who invented Twitter. Uh, I'm not a tweeter, so... Near am I. But... And Cash App and stuff like that. And the stuff... And basically what they're getting at is... Well, okay. Joe Rogan always has super... Po- like 99% positive stuff. Uh, thumbs right. up and stuff right. like that. Comments are all great. Right. Dude. That Well, that's because he's learned to conform. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing that's going on with it. The Cash App is a huge proprietor of his, uh, as far as uh, um, uh, why am I drawing a blank? An endorsement. Okay. Advertisers. So, what is the Cash App? What cash is App is basically it's a like a thing you can pay like by Bitcoin. Oh, okay. And right stuff on, like that. Right but Dorsey also owns it. Right. I kn- From what I understand, basically what I'm getting at here is. You take someone who everyone pretty li- likes pretty well, you know, and he's a good dude. Everyone liked him. He's down to earth, kind of rich guy. He's like a down to earth rich guy, you know what I'm saying? However, people said as recently he's been kind of pushing some stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? So he got my point is, is like you, his last when he had an episode with Jack Dorsey, it had like sixty nine thousand, like downvotes and wow. only, and only like uh like i think 600 positive votes which is Whoa. fucking crazy for him cuz his stuff is like 99% positive right right but he didn't push him on anything yeah like there's a big deal like um Alex Jones i'm sure you probably heard of him info yeah, wars yeah, yeah i i've listened to that dude for years i listen to everything though don't get me wrong i listen to everything but I've listened to him for years. I've followed him for a long time, since like 2008. He came out with a lot of shit that was real. See, what I'm saying is like in this movie, there's these people are trying to push out. They're trying to break through that code. Right. right. And they're pushing it out there. Yeah. You know, their yeah, stuff. And there's a whole resistance of these people that yes. have, you know, figured it, this out. And it reminded me of this whole situation uh-huh. that's going on with modern day today. Right. With like right. this, because Joe Rogan and Alex Jones were friends. They've been friends for like 25 years. Okay. And last year or so, Rogan's been like harping on him and like talking shit and like just doing all this stuff and like saying this stuff. Not like constantly, but every now and again. Right, right. So it's like... And now, ever since that last thing, like, Rogan just had a guy on named Tim Pool, And Tim Pool used to be a, uh, he used to work for Vice. He's a journalist um, and stuff like that. And he's a good, I actually just watched it. It's a really good episode. You know, he's kind of a middle center leftist, I guess you would say. Okay. But anyway, anyway, it's like he's trying to come back to where he was at. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Rogan is. Because he used to be a hardcore experience guy. But what I'm saying is, this movie... It's like it's playing out now in real life with certain things, you know, with right. the agenda they're pushing right. out and then they're putting it back in. Like, that's why I was trying to say it's ahead of its time. Well, it, it even just, though it was going on then, it, 
but it's still yes. it's still happening. And it's even it, worse it's, now. It's not like it's happening again. Except now it's you, still happening, but getting worse. Now you got the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And with the internet You comes, think advertising was screwed up when you were a kid? It's horrible now. So horrible. you know, um You know it's funny. I gotta say this. We we talk all the time that we don't want to get political. And we're not really getting political, but we kind of are. Yeah. But watching this movie, you have to. Yes. There was a lot going on back then. There's a lot going on now. And this movie sums it up in a sci-fi way. 100%. Yeah. And mm. that's what I'm saying. This is a great, this movie is great to watch today. Yes. If you watch yeah. this it movie today, up. you're going to, it's going to, you're going to, just like I'm doing right now, you're going to be like, oh, dude, this is like going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. Holy shit, dude, this is going on right now. It's been going on for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's basically what it is. Uh, now they can just push it everywhere you go. They push it on your phone. I mean, shit, mm-hmm. like you said, I can talk about something right now that's pointless. Yeah. My phone's and on. And they even call it that, too. But yeah. It, 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 what do they call it? A, a, a push feed or something yeah. like that? Yeah. The, I, I don't remember. That's not really the term for it. It's push something. But yeah, push, yeah, yeah. Oh, push notifications Yes, is what they call them that yeah. you get on your phone all the time. Have you guys ever noticed that, like, you got your cell phone laying off on the table or whatever, and you're sitting in the living room and you're talking to your wife and you're talking about, you know, cat food or tulips, tulips or, <laughs> you know, hey, I like the certain kind of toothpaste. If you pay attention and you and you're on Facebook enough. Yeah, You'll start, start pop- noticing those ads popping up. Yeah. Even though you haven't searched for them. I get- even though you haven't done anything. These ads will start popping up on Facebook. I had a buddy of mine. They did a test on this. And he they laid their phones down to the side. They weren't in any apps or nothing. They had shut down everything. The phone was still on, yeah. but they had shut down all the apps on it or whatever. And they, they laid their phones off to the side. And they spent like 10 or 15 minutes talking about cat food. Cat food this, cat food that, this brand of cat food. I wonder if our cat would like that food. Cat food, cat food, cat food. The next day... His Facebook feed was full yeah. of ads for cat food. Yeah, dude. So if you think that these people aren't listening to you, you're crazy. And even you, through, even through your TV, even through your TV, if you have smart TVs, you know. Here's the thing about it, though. Most people don't care. Yeah, I don't care. A lot they of can people, listen to me all they want. A lot of people say. Know? A lot of people say that. Like I don't, oh, well, I don't have nothing, nothing to, hide, to hide. If you got nothing to hide, then why don't you? But I don't. the point is, though, here's here's why the reason why you should care. To me, it's an invasion of privacy. It's freedom. Uh, you're right. The reason why America is so great, you got to think about it. We're only in 300 years old. Yeah. And the reason why we're so great in 300 years, dude, there's there's nations out there that have been around for thousands and thousands uh-huh. and thousands of yeah. years, and we're doing better than them. Yeah. If. <clears throat> If we give up one freedom, it's just going to be a downward spiral. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the whole point. My well, whole point. And they, they've tried to take away some of our freedoms, but. Yes. You know. And the thing is, though. And is in that some places they have. A know? lot. You know, but I mean, the thing is, is that um, when you, and this is, you can look this up. When you're, t- when you buy a smart TV and it says, if you read the fine print stuff, uh, don't have private conversations in front of your TV because see I never read that you gotta read the dude I mean it says it on these freaking TV well I remember I'm a I'm a big gamer I know I'm an old guy but I'm a big gamer I love to play video games 
Um, years and years ago, 360 came out. They released this camera that you could mount on your TV. Mm-hmm. It was called a, a Xbox Connect yep. is what it was called. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to get one of those, you know. And then I, I got it home. I put it up. I got some games that were Connect available. And then I realized, you know what, I'm too fat and lazy to be up in front of my TV playing video games. I'd much rather sit on the couch with a controller in my hand. But anyway, be it as it yeah. is, um, I started thinking about, wait a minute. I can turn my Xbox on by just saying Xbox on and it'll come on. Yeah. Holy shit, this thing's listening to me all the time. It's watching me all the time. Yeah. That thing's coming off my TV. Why do you think people started doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, well, put, and the- what he's pointing at is, is I've got a laptop with a camera on it, and right now it's got a piece of tape across the front of the camera lens because Dude. I don't want anybody to see my ugly mug. All the big guys, <clears throat> big wigs, and all these Apple and all that, they've been doing it from day one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but and well, what's that new that new what's that new game thing where like it can it scans your entire house? It's got a well, the the Connect does that. Is that and, the, what's and, the one though where it, like you literally don't have to have controls? It just scans the house. Well, and you can that's be in front of it that's and, the Xbox Connect. Is that what that um, is? In the new one, uh, for the new Xbox One, uh-huh. is even more uh, technically advanced than the old one, and the old one was like. The old one was to the point they were starting to use it in hospitals. It was so yeah. technically advanced, and now the new one is way far beyond. So when I bought my Xbox One, it came with one. So I put it up because I'm like, I want to play around with this thing. And as soon as I put it up, it scanned my entire living room. Yeah. And it, and then I'm looking at the screen, and it knows where the humans are. And I have dogs and cats. It knew what was a dog, what was a cat. That's your couch. That, Here's your floor. There's your seat. I was like, holy shit, this thing is smart. And that's what they want. And it is. Know? It's very smart. And that's basically... The reason why we're talking about this, guys, is because it's a huge part Because we've of, went off into left field. Eh, but it's, a huge, it's a huge part <laughs> of this movie, though. I, really? Well... To a point. If well, kind of. If you think about it, yeah. you know, the whole point of them is having completely con- complete control. Right. The only right. reason that this stuff wasn't in that movie is because it wasn't out yet. Right. You know what right. I mean? Nowadays, it would be out. It'd be in this movie. Yeah. If they redid this movie, which I think I read something they're talking about redoing this movie. Uh, that's a good possibility. They've been redoing a lot of movies. And speaking of that, dude, I don't care. I cannot wait to see the new Pet Cemetery. Yeah. It looks friggin' awesome, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They released a new trailer for it earlier this I week. I haven't seen the new one yet. The new trailer just... The the first trailer that came out, I was like, eh, whatever. The new trailer, oh my god, dude, it looks like it's gonna be awesome. Sweet, awesome. Yeah. Um. So I mean, kind of to delve back into the movie, you know. I'm sorry. No, you. That's bas- This is basically what it's about. You know, it's about. Um, oh, see, then again, the people release a new trailer for Pet Cemetery, and they've sucked me in. Yeah. There you go. Obey. Obey. <laughs> Conform. Conform. No, indep- on the ship we no want you independent to. thought. Yeah. I remember when I there when was, I seen there that was on a there. A lot of that stuff. And um, you know, it's just this movie is such a great film, and it freaking yeah. really sticks out even today. Yeah, like, it was kind of cool, like the scenes where he would be walking down the street, and like there would be people standing in a circle watching the TVs through the yes. through the uh, picture windows at the yep. stores and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, man. Um, yeah, this this movie yeah. is so deep. It, it is, and it it's is. Um, there's just so and much. It, to and it. it's not about conspiracy, really. It's not. Uh, they base the movie. It's kind of an action movie science about aliens. Fiction movie, yeah, basically. Know? But aliens taking over. But it's all the little thing. Well, it's a big part of the movie. But it's all the little things that you're like, oh wow, yeah, I see what they're doing there. Yeah, you know? see, and that's what I was talking about with Carpenter's good at that stuff, man. He is. He is. Carpenter's really the good. fucking man at that smart. stuff, dude. Very smart. Um. Very creative. Yeah. This reminds me of that when you're talking about walking down the street when he's walking down the street with Frank and it, at, right after they find out like yeah. Frank puts the glasses on yeah. and he finds out yeah. what's going on he's like man what the fuck what's going on dude and he, t- uh, Piper's like he always says brother life's a bitch yeah. <laughs> and she's back in heat <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh dude I love it man I uh, Piper just nailed a, he kicked ass in this movie and um it was kind of cool too, because like when they when they meet up with the I don't know which what rebels or whatever you want to call them, yeah, the humans. When they meet up with the humans yeah. who are trying the to resistance, fight back, the resistance, is, I think is what they called themselves. Who's trying to fight back? Uh, they get like grenades and all these guns and stuff like that and blah blah. blah. Well, they get one of those watches yeah. that they can, you know, they're right. trying to figure out how to freaking get to the teleport deal on it. Yeah. Well, and up to that point, you're kind of worried about the, another one of the main characters, Peter Jason. Um, you're kind of worried about him because you don't really know if he has conformed with these people yet or not. And he he sees them walking in. They're staying in some, like, shady yeah, motel yeah. or hotel or something, uh, Frank and Nada. And uh, this guy sees them walk in, and he you know, follows them upstairs and confronts them and, and talks to them. And, you know, they didn't know if they could trust him yet or not either. And he ends up talking to them and uh, he's like, here, come to this address tonight and don't let anybody follow you. Um, so, of course, they get to that that place and that's when they meet all these people in the <laughs> resistance. That biker dude, that's a, hey, brothers, something new going down. Yeah, and he's pointing at, at his, his eye because yeah. of contact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, so uh, uh, they walk in, and of course this uh, this Peter Jason. I don't remember his name in the movie. What, what the yeah, hell? I can't remember his damn name in the movie. Uh, anyway. But he was the one. He's the guy that Piper met when he first came into the city right. with Frank into uh, the uh, the the to the homeless homeless camp. camp. Yeah, and um, he's like the runner of the camp, and right. he also was a guy he'd seen running in and out of the church over there. Right, right, and that's why he was worried about him. Yeah, but then he he. They realize whenever they get to this place that night that he's actually the one that's the head of the resistance. Yeah. And he knows everything that's going on, and he's trying to... I mean, these people are... They know it's an alien invasion. They just don't know how long it's been going on. Yeah. Because they even say that multiple times. How long have they been here? Yeah. In the movie, he says, like, how right. long have they been here, you know? Uh, that part whenever uh, they get done beating the shit out of each other, and they first get to the uh, hotel, yeah. and they're both sitting there, and they're fucking healing their wounds and shit, yeah. you know? He's like, how long have they been here? He's staring out the window. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I need a better answer to that. He's like, you got something fucking better. You tell me. You know, yeah. in, 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 in Piper's voice. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, But I remember that's there's a really cool scene right there. Right. When it's at nighttime right. and they're both sitting there. and Yeah, because uh, nobody knows what to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, all they can think, all this resistance can think to do is 
try, try and go to war with them, but they know that they can't win. Well, the resistance, the main guy, he was saying that we need to find their where the main source of where they're pumping out this signal, the, the information, and yeah. take the signal out. Right. You know, but um, the part where I was talking about is uh, whenever Piper's sitting there and he's talking to, well, Nada in the movie, he's talking to Frank. And he's telling him the story about his dad. How his dad was, like, really fucking abusive and stuff. And that how, like, um, his dad tried to cut his throat with a straight razor and stuff. And was, like, doing all this stuff. And, yeah. and then he said, Frank says something to him about the aliens or what they're going to do. And he's like, he's like, um, he's like, a, he's like, they're, he's like, they're in for a rude awakening. Because I ain't uh, daddy's little boy no more. Or yeah. Something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's just a really fucking good part there, yeah. um, telling his backstory, you know. Yeah, this movie is chocked full of just cool scenes. There's and... so much, though. You probably want to watch it twice just to catch yeah. everything yeah. that's in it. I mean, um, if you haven't seen it before, I've seen it f- probably yeah. 50, 60 times. Well, I had seen it before, but it's been years since I had watched it. Yeah, I have it. It's literally on my DVR, so but, I watch uh, it all the time. I did, uh, I did get a hold of it, though. I got this really cool. Did you get that picture yeah, I sent yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a four-film set. It's a John Carpenter collection. It's got They Live, The Thing, Village of the Damned. Which is a damn good movie. And uh, Prince of Darkness. Yeah. See, uh, Village of Damned is actually one of my wife's favorite movies. Really? Yeah. Yeah. With all the little blind kids. Yeah. 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 This is good. That's a good damn movie, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this movie here is a must watch. Yeah. It literally sure. holds up. To, like, if you've never, like I said before, if you've never seen this and you watch it, you're going to be like, holy shit, this is like today. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what I does. mean? It does like I said, this long. movie is way, I say it's way behind ahead of its time, mm-hmm. but it's just the situation's been going on for this long. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I love all the little things that Carpenter does. Even at the very beginning of the movie, when they pop up on the screen, John Carpenter's, they live, you know, they live looks like graffiti or whatever. Yeah. Well, then the screen is black, and then the screen fades into a graffiti wall and they live is still there and it just kind of like feels like it melts right into the wall and then all of a sudden it says they live in the graffiti on the wall i mean just yeah 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 dude he's it's just cool the way he puts stuff together dude i can't i can't say nothing else i mean he's just guy's fantastic he's a badass and like we said the music that he pumps out you know it's kind of cool now now he's doing a lot of music with his kids. Yes. Uh, his son does a lot of composing with him. Well, like uh, like you said in this movie, the music's almost it's you won't notice it, but it's playing like all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you just don't really. Yeah, and it's got it. a really bluesy kind of inner city. Just low feel, beat. You know. Just boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. you hear that playing, yeah. and then every now and again you hear harmonica kick up. Right. And it just sets the mood, man. Oh, like yeah. it's uh. Then again, like I said, Carpenter, man, when it comes to that atmosphere shit, he's just a fucking badass, man. He is, he is. I don't even... Highly recommend this movie. I, it's a fun watch. It's it a great really movie. Is. And like I said, it still holds up. There's I mean, not a lot of gore in it. Nope. The, the aliens are really... Generic, kind of... Generic. Look. Well, they kind of look like skeletons almost. A little bit. Know? It looks like a mix between a skeleton and like a fly's face. Like up close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up close. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um... 
Yeah, there's just uh, well, and there's a few like blood scenes, but you see that whenever like it's in black and white because he's looking for him. Like when he walks to the bank and he starts shooting, like that one dude, he yeah. shoots right in the head and it yeah. boom, blows but up. But most of the time, when you see the blood in this movie, it's black. It's, it's, it, black it's in black and white because he's wearing the glasses. Except for when they were fighting, you know, yeah, there was, but, it, but there wasn't very much blood in that, other than you know what was coming out of their noses, and their and mouths, stuff, and stuff. Know. Yeah, it but, wasn't. But uh, it's, there is a, a quick bit of nudity at the end. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's watching porn or something, and like the guy, the one, the guy. No, the the there's a there's a woman having sex with a guy. Oh, it's real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a woman having sex with a guy, and she's riding the guy, and you can see her boobs, you know, or whatever. And it's not but very that's, long. Though. It, it, it's not real long, but it's kind of funny because she sees on the TV. Uh, now that they've killed the signal, yes. Uh, basically, the signal is keeping the humans from being able to see what they really are. Yeah. Um. Now that they've killed the signal, all the TVs change, and you can actually see th- what these people look like, you know, like the newscasters and uh-huh. all these people on TV. And she's riding this guy, and she's like, oh, honey, what the hell is going on? And he's like, what, babe? And she looks down at him, and he's one of the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then dude. it blacks out. And... Yeah. That's the last but, scene you see in it. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Very cool. Really good movie. Like I said, it's something, something you can watch, you know, um... You can even watch it with your kids, really, as long yeah, as you're as 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 you, okay with cussing, a little bit of violence. Yeah. So yeah, the there, very there end, is some there is some cursing in there. Yeah, and, but at the end know. is the nudity part. You can cut it off. Yeah, and, and it's at the you're, very you're end. You're not missing nothing. You're you're talking just a few seconds right before the credits. Yeah. You know? So, um, but, highly recommend it, guys. Yeah. It holds up today. It's a freaking great film. Huge. Uh, the meaning. The there's just so much in it that I can't really, like, you have to watch it to understand. Yeah, you really do. You know, and if you have any remote, if you have a brain in your body, you're going to see exactly what we're talking about. How? (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, just some of the shit that pops up in this movie. Yeah. And and the great quotes, like I said, the greatest quotes ever in a movie, period. Oh, yeah. Piper, man. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, brother. That guy was... He died in 2015, dude. I know, it sucks. He was awesome. He was. He, he was, was awesome. Hey, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, so even when he was Rowdy Roddy Piper, you know, and he was the bad guy, all those years, I loved him. I just loved his character back Shit, then. Yeah, you dude, know? Biker jacket. And he does a really good job of being an actor. I mean, he, he did a great job in this movie. Yeah, he, you know? he kicked ass in this movie, man. And he kicked it sucks ass that he wasn't in. Gum. Yes. I've come here to do two things. Kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> Classic Roddy Piper. Uh, God, that's so good, man. But anyway, guys, um, that's about it on this one. Yeah. It's a little chilly. Love this movie. We're uh, we're out here in the in the horror in the chronicles cage, <laughs> and um. Yeah, this movie's great, and I'm um, sorry if I sound like a little uh, down. Right, now. I'm not down. It's just this movie is so. I just it's, it's there. It 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 gets under your skin, gets in your head. If you have a brain and you obey, think, conform. Yes, no independent thought. I mean, it's yeah, it's, if it's you, all there. If you have a brain and you think and you see what's going on in the world today, I don't give a crap about politics, left or yeah. right. I don't care. I'm talking about just you as a human being. Yeah. Period. On both sides, whatever you want to call it, this you'll enjoy this movie. If you're under, if you're 20s, if you're in your 20s right now, you've probably never seen this movie. 
watch this movie. Yeah. Watch this movie and you're going to understand. You're going to understand what's going on. But that's about what I got for it, guys. Unless Gerald's got something else you no, want to no, say, No, no, I'm, I'm good. Uh, uh, guys, uh, hit us up on Facebook, you know, Horror Chronicles Podcast on Facebook. I've know. been trying to put some more posts out on I've Facebook. It's, it's been goofy stuff, but hey, yeah, I, right. you know. Uh, we're really busy. Trying to get our viewership up. And we're trying to... We got ideas coming out the yang and we're trying to figure out we what got we plans play yo yeah so um, we're just busy yeah. although we do want you guys to send us some emails um, yeah for sure uh the horror chronicles podcast at gmail.com please send us some emails if you want to come on the podcast we'll hook that up yeah we're uh really wanting to get some guests on here yes we've got a couple people that are interested we just need to work out some uh yep and i've um you know, some stuff with them i'm trying to reach out to people if you're a witch and you want to come on here and talk about witchcraft or whatever you want to call yourself come on here We'll 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 get together. Yeah. We'll have a meeting with you. See, you know, make sure you're not crazy. Gonna stab us in the head. <laughs> that goes with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll get together somewhere. Yeah. Um, it won't be here, but no, we'll get yeah. together somewhere. We'll get together somewhere, have lunch or something somewhere, yeah. and just um, talk about it. See what you want to talk about, and we'll get you on here if it sounds interesting. Yeah, Hell anything yeah. paranormal. If, hey, if you're a ghost, come on in. We want to talk to you. Hell yeah, we'll put the mic up. Hell yeah. But yeah, um, for real guys, please hit us up. If you want to tell, if you don't want to, I want tell to talk your, to that chick that's like having having sex with an entity or something. Oh yeah, well did you? <laughs> or, or there was one lady that married a dead pirate, a, a four hundred year old pirate, and now yeah. they're getting divorced or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we want to talk to them people. Shoot, yeah, whatever, yeah. man. Um, there's late, there's people who get married to buildings. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> I don't know that we want to talk to them. People. Yeah. Anyway, maybe if you guys have maybe. a paranormal story and you don't want to tell it yourself, but you want. To, you want to get it out there? We'll tell it for you. Send, send it to us. If you no name if you if you want to be anonymous, we'll keep you anonymous. Yes. If you want your name out there, we'll put your name out there. Yeah, whatever. You just you tell want. us what you want. Yes, and we'll to, we'll we'll read your stories out there. We'll put them out there. But we really want to get some guests in here live, guys. Yeah. If you guys know anybody sure. that's you know into paranormal paranormal groups, um, like ahead of one or something, we can only get like one person in right now mm -hmm. at a time because of our. Mike set up. Yeah, but um, we can fix that. But we're going to fix that soon. Pretty soon, yeah. But anyway, we want to talk to everybody. If you got a good story or if you got something cool you're into, let us know how long it has to do with horror. Uh, and any... it doesn't even matter how, you know, even if you think somebody is going to think you're crazy. Not here. Or not believe you or any of that. That is not Ryan and I. Nope. We we are extremely open minded. We just want to talk to some people and get yes. some get some stories and get, get some feedback. There. And um, also, I mean, I know there's a lot of independent film guys out there. Yeah. Who film stuff around here? Yeah. Hit us up. Let's know what you want to do, man. Um, For sure. All right, guys. That's about it. Um, like we said, we uh, we love you guys. Thanks for the subscribers are going up a little bit slightly. Yeah. We're trying to do it our best. Um, we love you. Keep checking us out, and until next time, keep it creepy. <laughs>